Hello, everybody. Jim Malone coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, it <laughs> it looks like the market may be pulling back once more. I mean, golly, it does look like we may be looking at another leg down here. I don't know exactly if that's going to be the case, but uh, interesting thing happened. The uh, Europeans pushed their interest rates up by a half a percent, and, of course, that caused... Um, that caused a little bit of a market drop initially early in the mar early in the day, and then it kind of recovered after that. Um, it's still just really volatile out there. Just you know, tough tough market to trade uh, in general. I did uh, uh, put a little bit uh, more stuff in there. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or if that's bad, but uh, I did buy uh, some Nvidia today. Uh, basically, one full position of Nvidia, and uh, you know, it it was initially it was doing good, and then pulled back a little bit. It did it did uh, finish the day up, but uh, you know, golly, not not necessarily the greatest, uh, uh, you know, not the not the not the easiest greatest market uh, to trade. But uh, basically, we're up on everything uh, except for CRISPR, and CRISPR is down. Almost, uh, almost three percent. So we're still in it. Uh, you know, we're we're still in it. Uh, basically, this is sort of how um, you know. This is a snapshot right before the end. Uh, we were down on most things, uh, and then and then of course it flips. So uh, go figure. It's just a it's a it's a very tough market to trade right now. Just not that forgiving. And uh, you know, probably one of the best uh, bets would have been to just stay uh, and do nothing. Uh, let's take a look at the spider, uh, see how that ended up today, uh, and see if, you know, we can, uh, we can glean any in good information out of that. Um, it, you know, again, it's just a tough market to trade out there. And uh, this is this what the spider looked like. It did move up today, but then it's pulling back, <laughs> pulling back after hours. So go figure. I do think we're probably going to get a leather leg down here. Uh, it did, uh, it has moved above the... Um, the 50-day moving average, but it is looking like um, you know <laughs> that might not be the that might not be the end all be all there. So let's just get into some questions real quick. And uh, uh, nobody nobody's no comments yet, but let's take some TikTok questions uh, here as we go. And I have a little bit of an issue there. A lot of people joining. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's just kind of let's just kind of go through it and see kind of what was working today, what was not working. I'm first going to go to Nvidia, uh, and this is one that I did buy today, uh, and uh, just kind of seeing how uh, it's it's looking um, in the after hours. It's it's pulled back quite a bit in the after hours. Really kind of puzzling here, but uh, we were up nicely. Uh, today we're up about 1.3%, but in the after hours it's pulled back almost the same amount. <laughs> so uh, basically, I bought, uh, I I got in about 178.80, and in the after hours it's 177. So it's down a little bit. Uh, not exactly, uh, you know, not exactly what I want to report there. But uh, hey, you know, it's just it's just a tough market to trade. <laughs> Samuel says, hey, so confused in the market. Uh, another leg down. Should I hold or cut the losses from the bear trade? I think there's going to be another. I think there's going to be another leg down. That's what I'm looking at. Can't tell you exactly 
but uh, that's kind of what I'm looking at seeing. I'm seeing some some uh, some movement down there, unfortunately. So, gosh, just really, really tough, tough stuff. Okay, a uh, question from Netflix, uh, and this is uh, Bossy02116. Is that right? And this is about shorting Netflix. I, you know, I think it's really too late to short Netflix. I did have a, um, I did have a bear put spread on this one, and I did, I did get out of it only because, um, you know, I think that, uh, I think that it is uh, probably gonna kind of move a little bit higher. I mean, I hear that by the end of the year it's going to be ads. Uh, I think their 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 uh, growth is slowing. As a matter of fact, I know it is. Um, and, you know, people are just going to cut back. I, I just think people are just going to cut back here. So, you know, not really not really the easiest thing to do. But on Netflix, um, you know, I wouldn't short this one because of all this this volume that's coming in here. Uh, I would just be really, really careful on it. Uh, I, I would just be really careful. You know, I don't think you can go long on it either, which makes it super tough, <laughs> which makes it super tough out there. I don't think you can go go long on it either so um see if i can invite somebody to come on let's see if we can do that that would be very cool i want to try this uh i want to i, I want to and try um try this but see if we can do this um and s see if lisa would be interested um let's see i'm gonna uh should anyone uh, want to come on? And I'm just going to throw it out there for everybody. Uh, all you have to do is click this. If you get this message, all you have to do is click this link. So there we go. If anybody wants to come on the show and, uh, you know, kind of make it more interactive than me just yammering on here. Let's go to Tesla and see what's going on there. And it did have a nice move up today, um, very nice move up today. But the question is, is it viable? Well, you know, I'm still holding out here, and uh, I'm not, you know, I'm not uh, necessarily doing anything um, yet because I, I really think that the the level that uh, Tesla has to move to is this $900 level here, and I'm going to draw a line across it. That's almost exactly where the 200-day moving average is. Um, you know, that I really have to see it kind of move above there and hold there before I think we're 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 moving back up. Uh, one of the things that you that did happen that was very interesting out there, of course, is that uh, Elon Musk sold 75, well, I don't know if it was Elon uh, or the board, but they sold 75% of their Bitcoin holdings. Uh, so that just tells you, uh, you know, that that, uh, that just, just kind of tells you what's what's uh, what's happening there. You know, it's it's uh, it's real weird. Um, but, you know, that just that just kind of that just kind of tells you what's what's going on in the market. Just a real treacherous market to trade. Uh, and, um, well, let's take a look at some of the other ones uh, that, uh, that I've been looking at. Um, the one I do like is CRISPR, but it's pulled back. And I want to take a look at the chart. CRSP is the chart for, is the symbol for CRISPR technologies. Uh, I do think, you know, hopefully I, I didn't cut this one totally wrong. But, uh, um, 
let's see, let's see. Can't pass comments to some, uh, uh, some nation learn more. Okay, new comments. Okay. Oh, there's people that want to join. Oh, cool. Um, I put that out there. By the way, you know, if you're on, um, if you're on YouTube and you want to just, you're interested in coming on, you can just click that link and come on the show. That would be very cool uh, if, indeed, that was the case. So uh, I don't know if that's the case. Nope. Uh, nobody, nobody's took me up on the offer. Oh, well, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. All right. Uh, with Tesla, I just think you got to hold your horses on it. Just not doing doing much. CRISPR, I think we're still in this upward trend. Hopefully, I'm right about this one. It is off a little bit after hours. Um, tough one to figure out. I do think I do think this one is looking good. I think this is being accumulated, but you know, we'll see what we'll see what go we'll see what's going on there uh, with that one. Um, what does a put on Tesla mean? That's a good question. What a put means, what a put is, is that a put is a contract, it's an options contract, that uh, each contract equals 100 shares that allows you, uh, if, if you sell somebody a put, then uh, you're giving them the right to put the 100 shares to you at a certain price, and that's the strike price. Uh, so when you, when you buy a put... That's allowing you to potentially sell at a specific price those 100 shares to that other person. So when you put something on um, on Tesla, that means that you are buying a contract that allows you to sell at a certain price on or before the uh, expiration date. So typically when a stock is moving down and you want to get it, take advantage of that movement, that's when you're going to be buying a put. Now, I don't typically don't buy naked puts, and that's just having one put. I typically will buy an upper put and sell a lower put, and that is a spread. That's called a spread, so that I, I limit my potential losses. Because if you do sell a put, I mean, if you do buy a put, well, it can, it can um, expire worthless if it goes above the strike price. But uh, um, so, so, but sometimes I want to protect that a little bit, and so I'll also sell one at the same time. It's you should definitely Google it a little bit, but uh, it's a way of taking advantage of some downward motion on um, on a stock, and that's uh, that's that's called uh, that's called buying a put. All right, TH. Thank you for Matt's Matt. Let's take a look at this one, TH, and C. Anything out there? Wow, look at that Target Hospitality Group. Wow, this is specialty re, uh, rental accommodations with catering. That's very cool. I, I, don't, I don't know this company at all. $12.25 in the after-hour trading here. Um, boy, this just came out of nowhere. I don't know. I couldn't tell you why this is, but uh, look at that. That is uh, really something. This looks like it may be forming a high-tight flag. Which would really be interesting, uh, really interesting here. That's kind of the flag there. You can see that. Now, I'm not saying this is a high tide flag because there's a little bit of things about it. Definitely kind of looking like this could be doing something. Look at that, 99 relative strength. I wonder what's going on here. I don't, I don't know this company at all. Uh, it's got a good checklist. It's got 89% on that checklist, so that's a pretty good checklist. Uh, could you buy this thing? Wow, I don't know. Uh, let's go over here. I just want to kind of check out some of the fundamental things. And by the way, what fundamental analysis means is it's what you've what you learned in business school. It's the you know, it's the profits and all that kind of stuff. The um, the charts themselves are technical. 
This down here is fundamental. This is the this is the sales and the profits. Well, definitely look at this. Look at the the sales have definitely gone up each quarter. And by the way, William O'Neill once said that if you want if you want to find a winner, find a stock that's gone up 20% in sales every quarter for about two years, and then you're going to be in a very very rarefied group. And definitely, this is really interesting. Now the one, two, three, four. This is the fourth. Um, uh, this is the fourth quarter that they've had more than 20% growth. Before that, they were they were pulling back. So what is going on here? I don't quite know what this is. The price to earnings ratio 124. That's a little bit high, uh, but it has strong cash flow. So what is going on here? I can't tell you enough about this one, but I am seeing some things like a lot of accumulation going on in there because this little Easter egg means that it's the most it's the most volume since the last pivot, and that's the last pivot right there. So this went from 5 to 12. That's an awesome return. Will it do it again? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know about that. Couldn't say. So I'm really up in the air on this one. You know, all I can say for this one, very interesting, very interesting. But I just have to say I don't know about this one because I really don't know anything about this uh, This. Uh, you know this this the stock. So I I just have to say question mark. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but it's a very it's a very interesting chart. Would I buy it? Probably. I want to find out more information on it. I just don't know enough about it to say anything. Um, what stock you're looking at? Well, I was looking at a stock called Target Hospitality Corp. TM. By the way, if you want to see the the um, uh, the charts and everything, just go to my uh, profile up here. I'm just pointing up there, and uh, click on the link, and you'll be able to get directly to it. So you'll be able to see all that stuff. So that's that's good. All right. Um, so let's take a look. Is it a good idea to short Tesla? Boy, I you know I don't think so. <laughs> I think it's the best idea to figure out what is the trend on Tesla. You see, that's the thing. I'm a pretty much of a trend trader. I want to see a trend. And then get in. I just picking them off off the bottom, or that's very hard for me. But uh, but but uh, putting it in on a uh, well, um, you know, doing finding the you know first thing I want to do is find the trend, and then if I found the trend, then I decide whether to go long or short on it. Right now, with Tesla, and let's pull that up here. Um, Right now with Tesla, we are sort of in, we, we, we had a downward trend, then we sort of went sideways, and this is definitely sideways, and now the question is, are we, are we moving into a, a upward trend? Well, the trend line would definitely say that, because we are, you know, we have had one day, and this is, the, this is really the danger here, of course, is that, you know, we've had, we've had one day of an upward trend, uh, with with Tesla, I'm going to put that the trend line back in here, and this is basically going from here, and showing it is it is it moving moving to the upside. Well, here's the thing: I I think you got to be careful here. I mean, I think you could get a pullback, but uh, I, this is not really an ideal place to short uh, Tesla. So here's the thing: I would I would be very careful, and I would not sh I wouldn't sh at this point uh, at at this point I would I would not sh I would not uh, not short Tesla. 
And and part of the reason, of course, uh, is is that in these downward trends, and the overall trend of the market is downward, but they get these nasty rallies, and I think we were just in a rally. So it, it's one of those things. I just wouldn't short Tesla here. I just wouldn't short it because uh, I definitely think it could reverse and go higher. It definitely is trying to make an effort doing that, uh, but it hasn't really... It hasn't really determined if it's going up or, you know, it's sort of still going sideways, believe it or not. And so I would be very careful. And so I would just kind of let, you know, I put this on the watch list, but I, I probably would not be a buyer of this just because it just, there's not enough evidence uh, that it's going <laughs> to, there's not enough evidence that, that it's going to retreat, at least not yet. So I think you just got to watch it. It's painful, uh, but, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of what you got to do. Uh, let's look for finance fund. I like that name. P-F-E. This is Pfizer. Or, or as Jim Cramer calls it, Fizzy. <laughs> P-F-E. Don't, don't uh, always, it's a good idea to take uh, some of what he says with a grain of salt because I think he works for the, I think he works for the drug companies uh, to promote their stock. But I don't know. That's maybe not true. Pfizer, uh, again, we have, we're sort of a flat, we're sort of a flat pattern. We've pulled back to that 200-day line. The question is, is it viable here? I would say no, and the reason is, is because it needs to reverse above that uh, that line. So, what I'm going to do here is I'm going to put a, I'm going to note that. Oops, it'll let me do it. There we go. I'm going to set an alert, but I'm going to set an alert on that line. There we go. I'm going to set an alert on that line. And what that does is, is if it starts to move upwards, then I'll get an alert on it. And we can take a look to see if it's ready. Uh, it looks like it's kind of settling on that 200-day uh, line. And it could go higher, but right now I just wouldn't do anything. I would hold and I would watch this and I'd wait. And I would basically here, uh, I would wait for, I would, I would basically wait for a reversal. A reversal. I would wait for a reversal higher. That's kind of what I would do here. I w oops. I would wait for a reversal higher off of the 200-day moving average. That's kind of what I would do right there. And that's sort of where I would look to to possibly get into it. All right. So uh, that's Pfizer. Samuel again. Uh, the main issue with Netflix was account sharing, <laughs> but now they fixed it, which is a good thing. Well, actually, the main problem with uh, with 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 uh, um, Netflix, it's true, account sharing is one of their problems, but their other problem is revenue. <laughs> they're not making enough revenue. That's why they're going to go to a um, you know where they're going to show uh, we're gonna, where they're going to show. Um, they're going to they're going to they're going to show commercials and so remember when you know you're probably not old enough to remember this but i kind of remember this i remember when cable television first came out and there were no commercials on some of the channels well that changed <laughs> and i think that's changing for netflix so i see it going the way of cable television uh except it's wireless i mean <laughs> that's when i see it going so you know and there's going to be a million you know there's disney plus there's all this kind of stuff so 
the what's going to win probably in the streaming wars are going to be things that have ads on them like Pandora and and uh, Crackle and those kind of things. Those are going to win, I think, because people just aren't. You know, we're going into a recession, uh, and maybe even worse than that. I hope not, but we. What, but it's not looking good for the economy. I mean, AT and T was down because people are not being able to pay their phone bills. So that tells you something. <laughs> so that's why they're all going. That's why they're rushing over to that ad model. So I, I just think that you know Netflix is just not. I don't think it's that good right now. Unfortunately, I'm just I'm very, I'm kind of sour on the, I'm I'm kind of sour on the, uh, the economy a little bit, and I, I hate to be. I don't like to be sour on anything, but uh, I don't I see a lot of trouble ahead. All right, Matt is looking at ECPG. Let's take a look at it. ECPG. And that's his Encore Capital Group. And what do they do? They collect. Ha, ha, ha. Unsecured consumer debt and receivables. It's the debt collectors. Actually, this is probably a good area of the market to be in because just as I was talking about AT&T and people not paying their bills, well, the debt collector business is always good in a recession. I can remember, well, here we are. Here we are in the Wayback Machine with Jim Malone. You probably don't want to hear it, but... Uh, I had a business in Monterey, California. Beautiful, beautiful place, by the way. Highly recommend it. Uh, but it was we were on a kind of a hard times, and uh, there was a company that I dealt with that went out of business, and they, you know, it was a it was an appliance store, and they would sell appliance new appliances to people on credit. Monterey is not a very big place, and it's kind of it's kind of isolated, so it's kind of like you know it's kind of like that. So they turned the company into a debt collection agency because so many people owe the money, and they did very, very well. So I think, long story short, uh, debt collection in a recession, and we are in one, is probably a very, very good business. I mean, I know that's a little bit uh, gruesome, <laughs> but I think it probably is a very good business. The relative strength line is certainly talking, talking volumes there. Uh, it says financial services, especially. Well, these are really just debt collectors, and I bet you they're probably doing pretty good. I don't know if I'd want to pay sixty-nine bucks for one, because I think there's a lot of other ones out there. I mean, uh, you know, I don't know if I'd be running to buy this stock. Um, their sales are definitely up. That's no no surprise. Their but their profits. Then this is you know the way it works in debt collection, of course, is that they get a percentage of the profits. That's all up. Um, they've got a very low price-to-earnings ratio. So they're actually earning quite a bit of money, and they have a strong cash flow. So, you know, this one might be, might be, might be one that's good. I mean, I don't know about the stock, but the dividends are probably going to be very good on this. Uh, are probably going to be very good. And very, very low price-to-earnings ratio. Uh, I'm not saying that you should always buy low P.E. ratio companies, but... You know, debt collection in a recession is good. So I would say I'd be cautious on this one. You know, you know, I don't know if I would start a position on this one. Maybe a quarter position where you might want to go on this one. I do think it's probably going to move up, though. Uh, this is this is a very good countercyclical business, and um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I probably I probably wouldn't buy it, but because uh, it's sort of not my style, I want to see something with a little bit more flash on this, but. You know, in a recession, this is probably going to be a good business. So I really appreciate you bringing this up. I'm going to I'm going to mark it down uh, here. It's ECPG for everyone out there. 
ECPG, ECPG, and Empire Capital Group Incorporated. And they're a debt collector, so interesting. Interesting, interesting. All right, let's get to one that I'm more interested in, and this is Occidental Petroleum, Oxy, O-X-Y. And Oxy, of course, as you know, is a big Warren Buffett uh, one. Now, interestingly enough, when, ga when oil, you remember, you remember last year, remember in the Trump administration when oil went to zero and they had too much of it in Cushing, Oklahoma? You probably, you know, it's hard, to, it's hard to imagine that was only two years ago. But, you know, two years ago, basically oil went to zero. And Occidental Petroleum had all these leases in the Permian Basin where we produce, in this country at least, the U.S., most of the oil. And they, need, they had a little bit of a cash flow squeeze. And I can't remember the name of the woman who was the CEO. She had to come to, and she had to get a loan. Nobody wanted to lend to them because of ESG. And that's a whole other thing. So she went to, <laughs> she went to, uh, she went to Daddy Warbucks, and uh, Daddy Warbucks loaned uh, Oxy a lot of money at 13.5%. I wish I could do that. Uh, and then eventually, you know, started to convert it back into debt. So they're now a big uh, holder. Could you buy this here? Well, you know, Warren Buffett certainly likes this company. I, I think that long term, it's probably really good. I mean, uh, you know, the thing is, I mean, every you know, with ESG and everything like that, there's a real underinvestment in the oil sector. Now, the oil sector is tough to play. I mean, I'll be honest with you. The oil sector is really tough to play because, you know, the government basically, and I, and I don't know why this is the case, but the government in Washington, they, they really don't want the oil companies at all. They really wish they would go away and everybody would have a windmill and in their backyard. But the problem is most people don't have backyards. They're homeless. <laughs> so uh, they, they would really wish they'd rather do that. But these oil companies, you know, they're going to be around. They're under, the problem is, People aren't invest There's not investing enough capital in them, uh, but you know, and that's not you know that's not good. But uh, Oxy looks pretty darn good uh, now at this at this juncture. Would I buy it? Well, I think I'd wait for an uptrend. Currently, it's not in an uptrend. But if we go to the weekly chart, and that's really the one you really kind of want to look for, it it's starting to consolidate, and we have this you know we have this buy point. So you know we're starting to get this very nice. Uh, movement up. We came all the way down. We we got some support, and we're moving up higher. My only concern about buying Oxy at this point is the fact that you know we are still under the 50-day moving average, but we're getting to the point where we're seeing some support there. If it can if it can keep support at the 50-day moving average, then I think you might have a buy because seven out of nine that's looking good. And on the technicals. Um, we are basically right at the 50-day moving average, which is uh, 62 and, uh, and, and 62.50, really, right there. So the question is, it needs to go above the 50-day line. If you can hold that for about two or three days, maybe a week, then I would be a buyer because I think this is good. This is a tough market to buy in, but I do like Occidental. It's pulled back. I think the I think the uh, even with the price of oil going down. I think that the uh, cash flow is there, and uh, this is a good company in a good industry that's under uh, that, that's that's undercapitalized. That's the only way. That's the only way you can say it. Uh, James, what do you think about the spy? Is it time to short or wait for the leg down? Boy, this I wish I could. I wish I had a crystal ball on this one. I do think it's moving lower. As you know, if you've watched me for any amount of time, I think the spider's going down to to three twenty. Now I know I know that's a little bit 
that's a little bit grim here because you know right now we're at 397 but i do think if we go and let's go over to the weekly chart here i do think you know we're going to see you know we had this leg down we rallied another leg down rally another leg down rally and i think as we come up to the 21 day line i think that it's all it's pointing downwards so we will see how it looks but you know i'm looking at another leg down uh what i'm going to be doing probably is i'm going to be probably pushing my stop losses up on all the stuff that i own tonight and i have a feeling that tomorrow we're going to see some more destruction in uh, the s p type stocks I, I i think we are and i think the shorts that i have are going to do better it's just it's just a really it's a it's really a mixed bag because uh, it's just a it's just really big backs bag so i probably wouldn't short here uh on the spider i just i i i i just don't think it's a good place to short i i just think there's nothing you can really do i think you just kind of have to kind of look from the sidelines <laughs> i think you gotta look from the sidelines so uh, that's kind of what the deal is oh boy just not easy at all uh to to uh to look at there yeah not not an easy not an easy uh deal all right is it a call spread on the qqq well, sort of the same. Unfortunately, I, you know, my totally non-committal. I've been so non-committal about everything. Um, you know, on the other hand, I mean, I, I would like to buy some of the some of the stocks that are in the QQQ. It was up nicely today. I mean, it, it's uh, this week, if we look at it. You know, this is a nice this is a nice move here. But do I expect this thing to pull back? Well, this is bottom fishing here, basically. Now I tried to bottom fish, and I'm not, and this is not my style. I'm typically a cancel trader. I'm always looking for a trend to jump on. Uh, bottom fishing is a little bit different, much different uh, kind of deal. There is a lot of people are bottom fishing, especially in the text. That's why the QQQ is going up. But you know, do I think it will continue? Well, maybe. Um, you know, there's a lot of bottom fishing going on. Uh, but I I don't know if I'd want to buy calls on this. I think I think I think what I would do on the instead on the queues is I would just buy the queues. I probably wouldn't buy a, I probably wouldn't even buy a call and I just buy a few shares of the queues. I I know that's very very weeny and non-committal. Uh, but I do think uh, I do think it is moving higher at least for probably another few days. But it's just very very hard. So I prob my my uh, my gut feeling is no. I probably would not. I probably wouldn't buy a call spread on on the queues. That's that's my my yeah. I just don't think so. Unfortunately, ELF extended uh, still viable or a pullback. Let's look at that. That's another one for ELF. And let's see. Yeah, this is interesting. I you know I I don't know. I was I was hearing them talk. They, they were talking about this, by the way on ibd live today which is actually kind of a good show if you if you want to tune in unfortunately it isn't a subscription show but they were talking about this on today i don't i know nothing about this area of cosmetics as you can tell because i have a face for radio i don't have a face for television uh, maybe i need to get some of their products but uh these personal care cosmetic problems i just i'm a little bit concerned though i mean i know this chart looks good but you know this just isn't an area that 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 is being invested in by the funds, and I'm a little bit concerned. I mean, 
Cosmetics Personal Care, 118 out of 197. I mean, even though this chart does look good, it, 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 I just think this could pull back. You know, I, I think it's going to pull back. I don't know what's driving this stock because, uh, you know, I guess, you know, in recessions, um, um, uh, cosmetic companies typically do well, but I just, I, I don't know. I would, I would probably, I would stay on the sidelines on this one. I would, I, would, I, I just couldn't say <laughs> a lot. Tilray in the, in the marijuana stocks. The reason the marijuana stocks have been, been, uh, been moving, of course, has been that the bill that they're going to announce that they're going to, um, that they're going to they're going to put in the uh, house uh, the the uh, the Congress is going to go a bill, uh, for a bill to decriminalize marijuana. Uh, I wish that I wish that they would spend their time on things that actually mattered a lot more than that. But you know, hey, uh, sp hope springs eternal. I mean, I wish they would concentrate on energy independence and not getting into a war. But you know, hey, let's 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 uh, <laughs> let's let's legalize marijuana. Like you know, like we needed that. Um, just, I mean, it, if you want to see, if you want to see, uh, I mean, I'm originally from California, and I am a little bit biased. But if you want to see what happens when you do that, just go to Venice Beach. Just, just go down there. You know, it's it's legal there, pretty much, and and it's got a huge population of zombies. I'm now in Texas uh, because of that. I mean, they, you know, anyways. So is Tilray is Tilray going to move up? Well. It's a three dollar stock. I mean, would I buy this thing? No. I I just I can't get excited about it because look at this. It's just it's just it's just diving into the and you know, could it be a two dollar stock? You betcha it could. <laughs> you betcha it could. So would I be buying uh would I be the the thing about Tilray is uh you know, Tilray is moving. The only problem is it's moving down. So <laughs> T L R Y is moving. Da, 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 down. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Tilray definitely is moving, but not in the right direction. So I wouldn't be, I, I wouldn't be a, uh, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a buyer of Tilray. Yeah. Uh, is it a good time? <laughs> is it a good time for investment? No, it's a bad time for investment right now. Uh, one of the best investments is cash. I hate to tell you that. That's very. Oh. Great question from great question from Jay on what is bottom fishing. Well, it's a style of investing, and it does it does work. Basically, what you do is you look for the so hopefully the best companies that are like the most beaten down, and then when they turn, that's where you buy them. Now, the only problem with this is sometimes you can get a home run. Uh, I, I um, I've seen people looking to buy quality companies like Microsoft doing this. And but but, for instance, buying Tilray, for instance, would be that would be bottom fishing. That would be bottom fishing because Tilray. Let's go back to Tilray. Tilray has um, T L R Y has basically done nothing but lose money since its inception. So we go over to the weekly chart here, um, and I kind of want to show you this 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 beauty. So what I mean what I mean by bottom fishing. Is this is the, this is the the chart of Tilray, the weekly chart? So, let's put this on a graph here. And Tilray, if we look at it, so if you invested in Tilray a year ago, <laughs> for every dollar that you invested in Tilray, you would now have twenty five cents. <laughs> now, 
If, on the other hand, you were, you know, you said, well, I, you know, that Tilray, I don't know about that. Let's, 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 you know, let's invest in Tilray and let's invest in Dollar Tree, DLTR. This is the discount retailer. <laughs> so if you invested in Tilray, this is what you would have got. For every dollar you invested, you got about 28 cents. And for Dollar Tree, you would have had about 175, uh, about 175 cents. So you would have been making about 75% on your money if you last year invested in Dollar Tree, you know, a discount chain. That's what you would have done. Well, what is meant by a um, what is meant by a, a, a bottom fishing is that you can see now, this is almost at the bottom here. <laughs> okay, it's about worth about a quarter. For every dollar, it's worth about a quarter. So this is kind of, it looks like it's bottoming here. So if you were really, if you were really um, brave, you would buy Tilray because thinking that, oh, well, it's going to go back up to its former level. But a lot of times what will happen is that it'll just go like that. <laughs> and it's, it'll just go down even further. So that's bottom fishing. And the reason I don't like doing it is because I can never figure out where the bottom is. That's my problem. You know, did I buy the right, did I buy the bottom or did I, by the you know sometimes I don't you don't buy the bottom you you it just continues to go down so wow um, <laughs> or should I wait until the market's done yes I think I think it's a good time to wait and waiting believe me is the hardest hardest thing to do in investing I've been mostly in cash I came out a little bit uh, you know I'm short and in cash and then I came out a little bit. And it looks like I'm even being punished for that. So <laughs> probably a good time to be in cash. Twilio. Uh, let's look at Twilio. Twilio is another one of these ones that we might be a good bottom fisher. T-W-L-O. I think that's a symbol for Twilio. Uh, yes, Twilio. Twilio, Twilio. All right. Let's, let's look at Twilio and kind of what's going on. Well, uh, it looks like it has, it has completely round-tripped. It, you know, if we bought it in March of 2000, you would have basically been about the same place you are now. So for a, basically for two and a half years, you loaned the money to this company. So not, not a great thing. Let's sort of put that on the, on the list. Now, this, of course, is a technology company. Now, not all technology companies are created equal. So for the year, Twilio has been in this downward trend. Is it, is it, is it moving up? Eh, I don't think so. It looks like it's just moving down. Now, if instead you took a more conservative approach and you invested in, well, let's say NVIDIA. Because NVIDIA is the leader. It's in the chip space. How would you have done? Well, you still would have lost money in NVIDIA. You would have lost about $5. But you would have lost $75 if you had been in... You've been in Twilio. Now, if you had gone with the other, with it completely out of the tech area altogether, and you had you had bought, let's say Exxon Mobil XOM, you would have done pretty darn well with Exxon Mobil, because if you did this a year ago, so this is starting basically at a year ago, um, this is this is showing how the oils are outperforming now question is where do you look for these opportunities well one of the places that you look for these opportunities is in the um, it, it it's it's in it's in the um, the the 
the the heat map. So let's put up let's put up the heat map here. See if I can get that up here. And take a second. And this is going to show you where in the market the strength is. And that's so important because uh, you know, we're we're in a situation where we we really want to be if we're going to be investing at all, <laughs> we want to be in the stronger areas of the market, the areas of the market that are doing the best in terms of, you know, the rest of the market. And that basically, and let's put this up here, that's that's this sheet here. By the way, we do have, um, if you, I'm going to make this available to everybody, but let's see. So if we go if we go to the the, the parts of the market that are doing the best currently, <laughs> currently the best part of the market is the oil and gas royalty trust. The only problem with the oil and gas royalty trust is there's just not a whole lot of stocks in that that are that 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 are really really good. But there are some. So if we're if we're looking for an area of the market to kind of concentrate our our looking. That would be in the oil and gas uh, royalty. Um, whoop, let's pull it all the way up. The oil and gas royalty trust. So most of these are oil and gas here. Now, why? No, no, but if we come down here, one, two, three, four, five, this one is starting to really improve. And this is the medical wholesale drug supplier. And this area has been very good. This is McKesson. So if, for instance, we were to to look at potentially, um, if, if we're, if we're going to look at a, a potential investment and compare them with what we've got, the, you know, the Twilio's of the world, the NVIDIA's of the world, and the ExxonMobil's of the world, and we were to put in McKesson, MCK, and this is in one of the best groups, we would see that for basically for most of the time since a year ago, this one was basically performing about the same level as ExxonMobil. But currently, McKesson, MCK, is starting to even outperform the oil giant Exxon. So what I'm trying to say here is, is that this might, if we're, if we're looking to, have to put a toe in the water, now I don't have any McKesson. I bought some McKesson and I was stopped out. But for a longer term, for a medium term play, say about a six month play, we're sort of hoping that we're going to continue on this trend. Okay? That's what I mean by trend trading. The reason we don't want to buy Twilio is because the trend is down. The same is true, unfortunately, with NVIDIA, even though I did buy <laughs> NVIDIA, hoping that there's this little upward motion. Now I'm going to be setting my stop loss very, very tight on NVIDIA because I kind of do expect to to um to to for it to move down. This is a this is not a bottom. This is a reversal. So I'm hoping that you know we're at about 95 here, and it's going to start to reverse over about 100 there. But really, the best place to be is probably in McKesson, and the reason it is is because the trend on McKesson is generally up. So let's look at McKesson, MCK, and this is one I don't have, but I'm probably going to buy. Uh, if there's if there's some weakness, why? Because of the trend on McKesson. Now, right now, McKesson is trading right at the 50-day uh, moving average. Now, there is a consolidation on it, so if hopefully it moves above 330, 
8. Now, currently it's at 327. Pretty expensive stock, but I do think it's getting support here at the 21 day line, more than likely to go higher. And the overall trend of this is very, very good. Now, I'm going to show you, I'm going to take off some of these tools here, and I'm going to show you. Um, right now, I wouldn't buy it because the relative strength line is pointed downwards, but the general trend is up. So I'm going to wait for reversal on McKesson, and then I'm probably a buyer of McKesson uh, because I do think that it's going to perform much better. So with a lot with a long time short, you don't want to buy your Twilio's. Why? Because that's in a downward trend. Of course, you want to possibly look at buying. Um, you you want to possibly look at buying uh, a McKesson, and and there we go. This is this is McKesson here again. And then if we were to put in Twilio, T W. Oh, this is one of the worst groups you can see. So the chances if I buy this, it's going to go lower, Twilio. And the chances if I buy this, McKesson, it's going to go higher. And this is based on a year, year's worth of um, analysis. Well, it's just really not analysis. It's just really the chart. <laughs> I guess that's considers it considered analysis. Uh, I know. Nancy, that's part of the reason I bought McKesson. Uh, that's part of the reason. I have a small position in uh, in NVIDIA. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it, it, great. We, yeah, I know. Ahead of a vote on ship manufacturing. I, I know. It's so corrupt. It's, it's just so corrupt. Uh, yeah. But what can you do? Uh, two days ago, uh, it's up 6%. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. I think once that bill is passed, sell. But I'm in it probably until that happens. So yeah, it's that's true. Let's let's look at uh, TMO. Well, we'll, well, we're gonna look at. Oh, hey, this is a good question. Let's look at TA first. Let's just kind of let's kind of rank these together because I think that's a really good idea. Travel centers. This is actually one I like, even though it's in a downward trend. These are these are truck stops. So thank Omar for that. I appreciate it. That's a that's a good one. I like truck stops because. Well, because people have to get stuff and they have to go to truck. They have to use trucks to get them. So that is indeed a good idea. Let's look at TMO. That's, I, th I think, uh, what is TMO? TMO is, uh, oh, Thermal Fisher. Well, they're both good. Now, Thermal Fisher, I really like. Thermal Fisher is one of the all-time great stocks. And this is comparing both of them. So interestingly enough, if you invested $100, a year ago, with TMO, you would have made about 10%, which is very, very good. Uh, I mean, that's Thermo, that's Thermo Fisher. Uh, but you would have made more, actually, with the truck stops, 135. So this is looking very, very good. Definitely like that. So I probably would go with Travel Centers of uh, TA, Travel Centers of America. Now, let's see if we can find a good buy point for this. So I'm going to go in here, and I'm going to look to see how it's stacking up against those moving averages. We typically don't want to buy more than about 5% out of one of these averages. Now, unfortunately, everything here, the 10-day, the 21-day, and the 50-day, these are all extended. You see how there's more than 5% off of these lines? So we probably, this is not a good place to buy it here, unfortunately. Now, off the 200-day line, well, that's kind of where we're looking. I really don't like to buy anything that's below this 200-day line. So I'm going to kind of wait, see, take a look-see attitude and see if 
it can move a little bit higher before I want to buy it. Here's what I'm talking about. If you draw a line here, this is sort of a reversal line, it has been, it has been moving lower. But as of, le as of late, I'm going to set the, set the reversal. So this is the trend prior to the last really two weeks. This is the last two weeks. So travel centers has moved and it's starting to reverse. Not a bad place to buy it. But I want to see a little bit more strength before I do. Now, I'm starting to really like this relative strength line. It has been coming down, but all of a sudden in the last two weeks, it's starting to make its move up. So this is probably a good place to get it. Let's take a look at some of the fundamentals on it. The sales are excellent in this travel centers. Why? Well, one of the major reasons why is because diesel is so, so darn expensive. That's why. Uh, so I like that. Um, I mean, not from the trucker's standpoint, but from the buying the stock standpoint, I do. The, the profits are going up very, very nicely. And this is, a good, this is a good company. Not a lot of coverage in terms of the, um, uh, the, the, the funds. There's only 287 funds in it. Would I buy it here? I would probably wait on this one until it got closer to the 200-day uh, moving average. So, but where I, where I think would be a good place to get into this would be right as it crosses above that 200, above the um, uh, above the 200-day moving average, and that's at about 43.70. So that's what I would. That's where I would be looking to get in to uh, to 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 TA. I think of these two, TA is the better one. So uh, uh, you know, uh, limit order for TA at. And I'm going to say about 43.50. That's kind of where I'm, I get interested in this one, because it will move above that critical. Um, it it it, move, it it moves above that critical uh, line there. The 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 200-day moving average. I really want to buy something above that 200-day moving average. Everything is starting to line up for this. It's not ready to go yet. We've got earnings in 11 days. You probably want to wait until you get through earnings on this one. But I think this is setting up nicely. So very, very, ni very, very nice um, uh, one there. I'm going to put that down on my list. TA, I think that's definitely something that is definitely worth looking at. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, but I think it's going to be stronger than Thermal Fisher Scientific uh, Travel Centers. I think it's Travel Centers of America. So very good. All right, Qualcomm. This is a, a very one of my old favorites, QCOM. Uh, Great company in the chip area um, is starting to show some strength, and uh, this is where this is reason that the Qs, the QQQs, have been moving up so so much, is because of this uh, action on the start stocks like this. This is a quality stock, and this essentially is bottom fishers that are that are com that are coming into this. This is still not really the greatest time necessarily to buy it. Now, if the semiconductor bill passes, it might be. Uh, but it's still looking strong. It's starting to be viable because it's starting to come above that 200-day moving average. I'm looking at the weekly chart here, and the reason I'm doing that is because it has everything on one page. Sales have been excellent. As you can see, they've been moving up, and profits are moving up too. So this is a quality company. The biggest problem, of course, is it's been 
in the semiconductor fabulous area, which has not been performing as well. This is where the big pullback has happened since the first of the year. Now, are we getting a reversal on that? We might be. And that might be a good place. And I, I agree with you on this one. I'm going to the daily chart here. We're finally above that 200-day moving average. Now, I would wait and see if this can hold the 200-day moving average. The problem with buying it here, and I, I'm, I'm always giving you these problems, is the fact that it could collapse because it's, it's essentially extended. It's essentially extended. But let's see if it can hold above this line. I think this one's definitely watchlist material. 93 relative strength, very strong, and we're looking to break this downward trend. So I'm going to draw the trend line here, and this is the trend line. As you can see, this is where we have broken above the trend line. And I'm going to put that in there to show you this is the trend line. We've moved from a downward trend to an upward trend. The biggest question is I want to see it move possibly to about 155, 160. We're right in there and see if it can hold it. And then we might have a might have a good buy here. But I think we're going to get uh, the next two or three days, I think we're going to get a pullback. You should watch this one because I do think that uh, it, it may be uh, it may be reversing. So I wouldn't buy now. So I would watch list uh, for now because I do think we're going to get a little bit of a downward trend uh, uh, tomorrow. And that's my guess. So I wouldn't want to buy this one and hold it over the weekend. I just I just wouldn't want to do it. Uh, but this one, watch list this one. If it can hold above that 200-day line, I think we may have a winner. There, winner, winner, chicken dinner. dinner. Okay, last one, TGT. Thank you, everybody. I don't want to, um, I've got a meeting here in a few minutes. <laughs> now, the TGT is a ETF that moves against the bond rate. So, interestingly enough, when interest rates go up, bond prices go down. Now, this one is an inverse. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was talking about TBT. This is this is Target. Would I buy Target here? No. And the reason I wouldn't buy Target is because Target is not doing as well as some of the other retailers. It's starting to make its move, but it only has a 15 relative strength. Instead of looking at Target, you might want to look at Ollie's Bargain Outlet, O-L-L-I. The reason is, is because they're getting a lot of the overstocks from uh, Target and Kohl's and those people, and they're selling them at a discount. So that may be a better, um, might be a better bet. This is, this is Ollie's. It looks like it might be viable as it reverses off the 21-day line. This is probably a better one than if you're going to be in the discount space. I have a position, of course, in Dollar Tree, uh, and that was looking great until today, <laughs> and then not so much. We 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 took a we took a swan dive. We 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 moved up very very nicely, uh, very very nicely, and then we took a swan dive all the way down to the ten the, the 21 day line. Fortunately, it didn't it didn't trip my uh, my stop losses, but you know. It wasn't looking good. I think we're going to get a yeah. We're going to get a little bit of a bounce, and we did. We got a little bit of a bounce up to one, um, to to one uh, to one seventy one, or so. I still think this one's very strong, uh, but you know, again, it's volatile. <laughs> it's it's volatile to say the least. All right. Well, thank you everybody. Thank you so very very much for watching the little show. If you're not already a member of Dallas Trading Floor and you want to get on the list, it's super easy to do. Of course. All you do is you just go to www.dallas.com.
trading floor. And uh, also, it really helps me, and I keep doing this all the time, but I, you got to hear the spiel. If you like the show, please like the show. It doesn't take you a minute. And subscribe, even if, if you do. If you, even if you don't like it, please subscribe to it, but definitely like the show. Really appreciate that. All right. I will be back tomorrow at 5. Thank you so much, everybody, for taking <laughs>